A journalist gets trapped in Khmer Rouge, Cambodia. Two British women get embroiled in a sexual assault case in colonial India. A widow starts a cotton farm during the Great Depression. An African-American officer investigates a murder on base in the Deep South. And a court composer is driven mad by a genius's talent. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1984. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the winner for this is... Amadeus! See, that wasn't too bad, right? It's like now they've just leveled off. This year is very issue based. Yeah, it is. There were a lot of issues. It is. This was this year was a fever dream, and I'm going to make a prediction right now that I think this might be our shortest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Both it'll... because our guest is a new father, and also because relatively new, and also because these movies. They don't make them like they used to, you know. Yeah, I will say like I that. didn't really like many of these movies, but I didn't. I didn't, under, like, you know, the last couple episodes we've done, there's been at least one movie with, that we were like, why a did googly? they even, why, yeah, a googly, why did they even make this movie? Like, mm -hmm. who is this movie for? Mm -hmm. I mean, all these feel like Oscar-y movies. It doesn't mean I think that they're great, but, like, the, the content feels like it. I don't know that I have anything going on, like, life-wise to mm -hmm. chat about up top, other than the elections, I guess. Yeah. But that's it not was, really, it was fine. It was fine. It was Good and bad. Talk about so it. it. Was fine. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. And um, I am rereading Harry Potter, and I would like to encourage everybody to do that because it's making me feel better about life. Uh huh. And it's also really good. What house are you? Um, Ravenclaw. Me too. Are you? Yeah. I don't think that's surprising for either of no, us. No, I guess it's not. Um, our guest is a screenwriter and the co-host of one of the most anticipated podcasts. Of the Hanukkah season, mm -hmm. Evan Suster's with us. Evan, what house are you? I do not know. You uh, don't know your house? I bet I you'd be a Ravenclaw. Also, okay, I'll actually. take it. I'll just say a Ravenclaw. Because they're because the, they're the smart ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I like that. I, I see like some. That. I see some Slytherin and. Uh, <laughs> oh, Slytherin <laughs> sus. <laughs> um, Great to be here, guys. It's really great to have you. We're uh, so happy to have you with it us. It was a lot of movies to watch, a lot of long movies it to watch. It really was. I cannot believe you guys do this with any regularity. Yeah. Um, and it also... Uh, it's terrible. We it made is. a real mistake. We made a terrible mistake. <laughs> We've locked ourselves into it for yeah. our 200 fans or so. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is uh, if we when we run out of Best Picture years or we stop being interested in doing Best Picture, we can do... Uh, like acting and stuff like that, yeah. and then you only need to watch one or two. I, no, I think that you have to transition to the Emmy should have gone to, oh, and you'll watch full seasons full season. of the <laughs> So this year we're doing two thousand and one. I rewatched the entirety of The West Wing that year. Do not give him that idea. He will do it. I think it. that's what people are <laughs> demanding. Yeah. Don't fuck me on this mm -hmm. one, man. Please don't. The Grammy should have gone to. Oh. We can just listen to. Full album. That'd be fine. I can do mm -hmm. other things yeah. in the interim. Although what? I did do other things in the interim watching these movies, the such as Fold My Laundry. What has been the most egregious one that you guys have done that you really did feel like the Oscar should have gone to the wrong one and that you, you Probably guys... Crash was like the one, the one, that's, and the one, one that won. And which one did you think should well, have won? Well, but see, like for that, like 
myself and our guest, Nicole Payson, both said Brokeback Mountain, but Megan said Munich. Mm-hmm. Of the um, of the nominees, but yeah. both of those were so. I'll better. say one: the year that we all agreed on the same movie that should have won and it wasn't even nominated was '89. Was Do the Right Thing? Oh yeah, when yeah. Driving Miss mm-hmm. Daisy won. Driving Miss Daisy. So now maybe this is a theme, and Crash is interesting because this year, I think with the nominees we had a whole bunch a of crashes, of <laughs> a whole bunch of crashes, but we're not rewarded. Now the why did you? Not. Now why did you pick this year? This was, no, a, this was a mistake. We gave, uh, we gave you it the option. It was a huge mistake. Yeah, you had like six years. And maybe other from. people have made this mistake too. No shit. I, I got halfway through these and I was like, Evan's And I said, oh, I love Amadeus. That'll be fun to talk about. <laughs> I haven't seen the other ones, but like a killing field I've been meaning to see. Yeah. And then just said, sure, it'll be fine. Uh, I think that was a mistake. Did you check the runtime on it? I did not check the runtime on any. Also, I was born in 1984, so yeah. that was fun. Okay, yeah. Um, and what this, and I was like imagining like, oh, I'm really gonna, but what this ended up, you know, happening, we moved today early, so I am blaming Megan for this, is yeah. that I watched all the movies but Amadeus, which I've seen like 10 times, the one that I had to like <laughs> be like speeding through and be like, okay, yeah, right, that was Mozart, okay, da, da, da. So the one movie that I was excited to revisit was the one that I had to be like rewatching in a panic. Well, um, it's definitely my fault, and I don't feel bad at all, yeah. um, as I often do, never yeah. feel bad. Um, but I'm really sorry that you didn't get to watch that because that was such a no, delight. Well, I, no, I, did, I, did, I did watch it, but I had to, I, I had to get it. into VLC player and yeah. I was like cranking up the speed to kind of get through it. Yeah. Um, I bet the, that soundtrack sounded great. It sounded insane. That. It was a crazy yeah. way to rewatch <laughs> it, but I've seen it many times and I love that one. Um, I think whenever we laugh throughout this rest of this podcast, it should be like the like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. do it. I, I can't don't even do have those notes. I can't do it too. What a. How do you think the laugh... Well, I guess I'm skipping ahead. But the laugh in Amadeus, how do you think... Was that, like, described in the script? That's was a that, great Did question. Milo Foreman, like, tell him to do it that way? Or did he or just did come he to set and to bring that? Table? And they're like, whoa. Because in the script, they do talk about how annoying and, yeah, like, that laugh. laugh. Yeah. Like, it's very essential... Is that a um, thing of Mozart, too? Does he, does he have, like, a... I don't know for a fact. I know that Amadeus is very... A very liberal right. telling of the story where they've changed it a lot of things. Right. And it's more the spirit of... Uh, then I feel like it's probably... I, I bet that Tom Holch, Holch, Pulse, Pulse mm-hmm. sat down with fucking Milos. Milos mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, what would be a funny... I, right? I guess. It's like, could you bring in six laughs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to test them mm-hmm. all. And the one out. that F. Murray Abraham like winced the most mm-hmm. at, they were like, that's it. That's, that's it. the one. That's the one. Weird that that guy hasn't worked more regularly. Tom Holtz? Yeah. Well, he, he became um, big and fat and a Broadway producer. That's oh, what, shit. That's Is that he, true? I think that's his situation. Okay. Um, but Actually, yeah, not a bad way to go. Some great iconic performances. Yeah. Animal House. Animal House. Uh, this. Parenthood. Oh, Parenthood, yeah. Three great. Yeah. yeah. The, the, three and down. In and out. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. Um, let's go back to Amadeus at the yes. end. Okay. But let's start. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, we'll do whatever you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. who cares? You are like, a why are we even relatively <laughs> new father. Relatively yeah. new, yes. Yeah. What time did you wake up this morning? Uh, seven, not so bad. Okay. Um, my wife was back, so she took the early... The, you know, the, the early wake shift. Up, the wake up shift. It's pretty nice of her. Now, Megan, as an expecting mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just looked like it. Just looked like it. Just had a burrito. Don't worry about it. Um, I The other day, I had to tell my wife something, and I was like, oh, 
um, I think it was about Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, I have to tell you something Megan told me. And she's like, she's pregnant? I was like, what? No, what? What's wrong with you? (laughs) There is a, that is a a rocky area (laughs) which no seed can find purchase or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's for Um, raising Arizona. Yeah, Yeah. but we'll get to places in the heart. Um, (laughs) Let's start with the killing fields. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sam Waterston can get it. Mm-hmm. In this movie, sure, he's he looked good. It is a fun, and this is a lot of this year. As and you guys have probably experienced this when you go back and watch old movies, like seeing these people who are so known for something else. Yeah, being like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing right there. It's particularly weird. You know I, him from Grace and Frankie, yeah, right? right exactly. of course. So how you know but the him. thing is, I feel like he's been in two other movies. Like yeah. I feel like he just got on Law and Order and just did that for 20 right. years. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then uh, it's just, it's strange to see him just boom, in boom. a film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, I think that, uh, and in my mind, like, you do the thing where people were, like, sort of, like, before he became the DA, yeah. this is what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. And before, uh, before he was a cop, like, as a father in uh, Dirty Dancing, and uh-huh. this is what, how those characters know. they came together. Well, I just saw, uh, this is getting away from Killing Wait, it, are you, in your mind, is Sam Waterston the dad in Dirty Dancing? No, that's no, Jerry Orbach. Jerry Orbach, who's also on Law Order. So that all came together. Yeah, right. that all came together. Um, I just saw Beautiful Boy, oh, and... Yeah. Steve Carell plays the father, and mm-hmm. the ex-wife is Amy Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, this is shitty, and it's not fair to either of the mm-hmm. actors, but like in my head now, this is what happened to Michael and Holly. Right. Like, oh. They had a kid, and he's a meth addict now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, By yeah. the way, that follows. But if they tried to raise him, and well, they I guess they left Scranton, right? They moved. Yeah, they yeah. moved, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I actually, and this sounds pretentious, but... I had not seen The Killing Field, but I uh, had seen uh, Swimming to Cambodia, Spalding Grays. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Which I remember really liking and being like, oh, it was very influential to me. And then when I went and watched Killing Field, I'm like, I can't remember anything from it <laughs> except for the fact that he's at a desk. And, and I get to Cambodia. And then, and, then, and, then and then there was one of the scenes that I think he shows in it where he's like, now let me tell you what happened. I'm like, I cannot remember. And I was like Googling, like, what is he, what is he talking about in that Swimming to Cambodia? Yeah. All right, I can't like remember. Um, I could not. I have no memory of swimming to Cambodia, despite seeing it and very much liking I it. I remember that too. But how do they? T- how do those two things dovetail together? Uh, he is in He's the, in killing, the field. killing field. He is a guy early on. He's like, I'm getting out of right, here. Right, Whatever. Right, right. Uh, and then swimming to Cambodia is about, is his, about his experience, experience being in Cambodia, mm-hmm. filming the movie. Right. And some other stuff I gotta presume, presume, but I do not remember. I looked up the Killing Fields is like on the list of like the hundred greatest British films or whatever mm-hmm. ever made, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay. The thing about this okay. movie is that so, and this is saying something. Cambodia is probably one of the worst things as a country as that we've done internationally yeah, as sure. a country, um, and this whole story is fascinating and the movie's not interesting at all I don't think no it's and I not. like I kept watching and being like I bet if I watched a documentary on this I would be in oh I was so I was so interested in the like uh, I mean that part first of all when he falls falls into that bog of corpses yeah his yeah. reaction I would have been my reaction would have been let's say, stronger. Uh, he was like, ooh, this is unfortunate. Yeah. There's a lot of understated acting. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, very small. 
Um, but that stuff is like very interested, interesting. Unfortunately, it's just a lot of like, this was a, this was one I had to hit the fast forward on a couple of times, just because there's a lot of him walking. Yeah. Through those killing fields. <laughs> through those damn killing fields. Um, through the damn killing fields. Yeah, he walked through, you know, Pol Pot's killing fields. Yeah. Yard. Fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> when that started, the other thing, too, that really struck me, there's a couple things, but when that, it's very sad. It's like, it's like fucked yeah. up. Well, in obviously. a way, it almost is like sort of, I actually wrote this down, and maybe it's not fair to the movie, but at, at times it almost just feels like atrocity porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like movies like this can very easily go in that direction, and sometimes... With something like Schindler's List, you're like, oh, they managed to avoid yeah. doing that yeah. and make it still an interest. And this, for me, I was like, I'm just not interested enough. And like, it is everything that's drawing to me is just these horrible images. Yes. That- in it, its defense, I think that is kind of a theme of the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that is this atrocity porn, but that it maybe is. And also, that's a theme. <laughs> yeah. Right. You also uh, have to like make yourself emotionally connected. Like when that kid dies. Sorry, sidebar. Mm-hmm. His reaction. He like makes that whole like, like snap. He's like rats. Like he does like he goes yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, that's a re. I don't know. It just was like I get that that guy. I know that guy's like a first time. He's not actually an actor. He's like a whatever. Yeah, I think he's he did like it. a Cambodian. Yeah, I think he did a great job. But I just was like, this is the just the way that the, the tonal variations of this movie are strange to me. Just like Sam Watterson back in New York, like raging, and then. John Malkovich, who never opens his mouth. He never opens his uh-huh. mouth when he speaks. What did we think of the we have to take a picture set piece? Where they oh. need to make the ID. And it's like, we got oh, yeah. the dark room. Yeah. We're oh, going to yeah. do it. <laughs> We're going to do it. <laughs> and, and, and then there's like so, it disappears two times. And then he's like banging around. He's yeah. like, get out. I need, to, I need the space for myself or whatever. And then after all that, it disappears yeah. anyway. I also think, and a lot of these movies... They, um, in some ways, I think they respect the audience because they don't mm-hmm. really say like, yeah. "Hey, this is Cambodia. This is a whole situation." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, as a dumb man myself, though, I did have to <laughs> have dumb. the movie open and then kind of be googling. I'm like, "Okay, wait, what, what was what exactly?" What no, I read all of Wikipedia. You know, you had to like be, yeah, yeah um, to just and. Uh, so, and I had a little, and I, again, I felt very dumb. I had a little bit of a hard time, like, understanding the plot of, like, what was happening. <laughs> Me too. In the movie, and that I had to, like, go and, like, look up, like, a summary. I'm like, oh, like, the embassy's okay. Like, so they, that's why yeah. they're getting people out. Um, and maybe all of that stuff, if you had more knowledge of the situation, you would just understand more what was happening. Yeah. I don't know. I read the Wikipedia beforehand and so (laughs) did know what was happening. And I still was like, they didn't do a great job of saying like why all the Cambodians had to leave the French embassy. Right. They didn't even do a great job of saying that was the French embassy. I just thought it was, I I thought it was, yeah, I just they they assumed I guess too much that you knew too much. Yeah. Like even and I stuff missed, in the beginning with Coach, I was like with the bombs. I wrote down Coach is a bad guy. Yeah, Coach <laughs> is a bad guy. Yeah, I, but sad not to see more Coach. That whole bit with the um. The, We're the, talking about Craig T. Nelson. For those of you listening who haven't seen it, Craig T. Nelson. He's like a general. This movie. It's like a war guy, whatever. Yeah. And they the, just the whole thing of like whether or not they they bomb that town. By mis- I don't know why they arrested yeah. Sam Watterson in the first place. Like, I forgot, I'm, I'm saying it now, I'm like, that's a whole other part of the movie that I for- forgot was even, 
How long was this movie? It's like two, How long did I watch this movie for? Days? Yeah. Yeah, months. it's long. Uh, Years. And then the whole section when Sam Larson's back in the U.S. is weird. Is weird. And the ending and when he's like running and it is like. I I'm thought they sorry. were gonna kiss. Well, yeah, like I no apology. Yeah, like no apology needed. I was like, what? What? Uh, very weird. Also, did I, he need to apologize? I didn't get well, that. I mean, he feels it's weird. He could have gotten them out sooner, right, but he wanted of, to do more, so it is he wouldn't leave. nuanced, and that's something not as you don't see as much. Like, is John Malkovich right when he says you kept him there yeah. longer because you wanted the story? How much validity is there to that charge? But then he counters, like, I've done everything I could. I'm like that, you know. I yeah, and it does seem like he, had, like he yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a tough one. I would say all of these movies, with the exception of Amadeus do feel kind of problematic, but I can't really put my finger yeah. as to why. I agree. I yeah. can't put my own... Some of them, I I, some it, of them I know. I noticed it in particular with both Soldier Story and Places of the yes. Heart. Like, I could put my finger on, like, oh, I know why this yes. is problematic. Places of yeah. the Heart, I think, is easiest yeah. to put your finger <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> with the uh, yeah. cotton-picking race <laughs> to the finish at the end of the movie. Um, another observation I had, uh, have you guys ever seen Good Morning Vietnam? Yes. I was like, oh, like Good Morning Vietnam was like a comedy version of The Killing Fields. Basically. Which I had yeah. not seen The Killing Fields, but I've seen Good Morning okay, Vietnam. Okay, I've actually not seen Good Morning Vietnam, and now I'm very fascinated to know how they made a comedy version. It just is. It's it's still, I would say it's, because when I went, I think I rewatched it right after Robin Williams died. And when I had originally seen it, I remember it being funnier, yeah. like when I was younger. And then I rewatched it, and I was like, Oh, this is a drama, but it's to Robin Williams. Fair, so there's not, like, not to speak ill of the dead. That for me is Robin Williams in a nutshell. It was yeah. all funnier when I, when I was. No, younger. but this is it works better because he's playing a character that is supposed to be trying to be funny. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't feel like some of, and that probably at the time maybe audiences thought like the stuff that he's like. Yeah. So the idea is he's like a radio host in Vietnam. Okay. And the idea is that he's like really he's funny. Trying to, and he's trying to like and he's trying build to him out. And yes, and then he uh, befriends like uh, he also teaches English and he befriends a Vietnamese student, okay. like an adult student, and then like their lives intersect. So probably I think when the movie came out, people were rollicking at the uh, radio stuff, yep. which now does not age so well, right? Um, but the human story. Uh, you know, ages well in the kind of in the character humor stuff ages. But I think better. I even remember it has been a little bit uh -huh. since I've seen Good Morning Vietnam. Don't they have like very similar scenes where he's like fighting with like his superior, yes. like about what he can put on the radio? Yes. Like, yeah, what, exactly. Basically, exactly what it's interesting Sam to see Watterson's all these 80s movies about like Vietnam and, and now in Cambodia yeah. and whatever because that was you think about it like so when this movie came out, this all this had happened like what four years prior. Mm, I mean, nineteen seventy. What nine is when? Is when no. Pram? Uh, I think it is. Well, I mean, Vietnam and stuff is. No, but that. the but the events in the killing fields were like. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, like five years maybe. Yeah. Long gone, which is interesting. I don't know. It's just like interesting how things come. Like, what will they make? Like, when will the first like Trump movie? You know what I mean? I think we right. all agree, not soon enough. Yeah. Get it out tomorrow. Get it out now. <laughs> Living it 24-7 is not enough. The, I also need to see a movie. <laughs> the, the Khmer Rouge was from 75 to 79. So Yeah, so then five years later, this movie yeah. came out, and then, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, do you, you know the story about Haing Noor, who won, who played the Pran role? Right. He was a doctor. 
from Cambodia. He won the Academy Award, right. and he was murdered. He was oh, murdered in Los Angeles. Yeah, <gasps> and people at the time it was said that it was it was like gang members robbing him, but a bunch of stuff wasn't actually stolen. And there's a lot of conspiracy that it was like Cambodian, like Pol Pot, like someone sent someone to murder him. No yeah. way. Holy shit, wow. that movie, now that movie, I want to see a movie about that. Yeah. Like, this movie just became more interesting to me because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. I don't know, man, The Killing Fields. Was Sam Watterson doing an accent? It feels like it. he maybe it was. It sounded just like and, a Sam Watterson accent came to me. And went. Um, let's but move. I will say I'm happy yeah. to have seen this one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of one that gets referenced and people talk about it. I like to be, and I was like, okay, Nightmare. now uh, I yes, yeah, saw the Killing Fields. Uh, yes, The Killing Fields. Bummed, mm-hmm. bummed that they didn't kiss at the end, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should have kissed. <laughs> um, a Passage to India. Not enough gay movies in the end. Oh, boy, A Passage to India. <laughs> so, wow, that's where they're already? Yeah, okay. if we, yeah, we really zoom through to the end of the alphabet with this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wow. A Passage to India. That This movie is almost three hours long. When I first cracked open the DVD that you gave me, there's two discs, and I thought that they were gonna, it was going to be on two discs, but it turns out the second one is just whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Collectors. And I, I had such a moment of despair when I put it on, and I, and I was like, it's going to be two discs of this. <laughs> it was still very long. It's a long movie. Another one that I, 10, 15 minutes in, as I was, I was like, I gotta read the Wikipedia. Yeah. Because I, well, I did it more like an hour and twenty minutes in, and I was like, what when is the movie plot? turns into in a completely movie. different well, film? Before <laughs> no, before that, like an hour and twenty minutes in, I'm like, what is the plot of this movie? I yeah. Feel like what I'm, is the plot? I'm missing it, and then it's like, yeah. you know, like uh, Indian is accused of rape, and I'm like, what? Like yeah. I, like I haven't, like, am I watching <laughs> the wrong movie? <laughs> like, what is happening? And then that happens, like, at the hour and a half yeah. mark, which even that moment is confusing. It's yes. not like. It even, like, I went back and, like, wait, did I zone out for a second? Did I miss yeah. the part where there's the big accusation? Yeah. Uh, it is very much just, like, the first half of the movie. It's just about, like, colonialism. Yes. Yeah. These two white women that are actually interested in actual Indian culture yeah. and no other white people are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I sort of got, but also was... Again, this falls into the problematic but can't quite put my finger <laughs> yeah. into why. I mean, a lot of it probably is, because these are a lot of stories... Uh, you know, that are about different cultures yeah. being told basically by white filmmakers yeah. uh, across or, the board. It, or in the case of Alec Guinness, being played by a white actor. So strange yeah. to have all of your Indians played by Indians, including <laughs> one of your main characters, then also be like, but also Alec Guinness. Yeah. We got to get Obi-Wan in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? And what was the point of that character even? We could have lost that character. That would have been fine. Yeah, he... He seemed like sort of like a villain at times, and then mm-hmm. at the end I was like, so I guess he wasn't a villain? Like, Yeah, I had a really hard time <laughs> understanding how I was supposed to understand the trial. Yeah. And yeah. like what, because the Indians are like, seem like they're rowdy, and they like seem like that they're being inappropriate, but they're of course right. Yeah. yeah. But the way it's depicted is very, yeah, it's very hard. It's a very strange movie also to watch in like a, Believe Women era. Yeah, it's all about basically a fake 
fake rape accusal. Yeah. Though it does a decent job of yeah. actually not feeling that because bro- it yeah. very clearly is. Yeah. This is a tools of men. You know yeah. they've that she, they want to villainize. And the, in some ways, the, the women are good in that they're standing up and yeah. ultimately, you know, right. You yeah. Know, stand and up she and, was a and yeah. She, she was a cool. She was a good. Um, uh, Character and, and and what they said about her at the end too, I think was mm-hmm. true about it was brave for her to do that. Right. My thing is that the character of Doctor Aziz mm-hmm. was like I don't know if that was his choice or if it's written that way. I know it's a novel. Like his playing of it seemed crazy, like almost like yeah. he was like playing it for laughs. Yeah, and I was like, what is the? T- okay. Well, he definitely just picked his own costume out and <laughs> for <on> sure, <laughs> for sure. I don't even think it was bad. I just was like, you are in a different movie maybe than everybody else. It and was I, yeah. It was so weird. Well, he does play it for laughs, especially in the beginning. And I also think though that was maybe a good choice for the beginning because otherwise. It's like, what is this when yeah. nothing's happening? And when he's yeah. like, the scene, it's like, we're like, oh, like, you know, British, like, they need, like, nice food. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a cute, like, funny moment. Yeah. And how accommodating he's being. And then I was like, oh, that's interesting. Then that character, like, you know, facing, like, jail and all of that. Like, yeah. You know, all of a sudden stuff gets very real. Then we spend, like, no time with him, though, because really the movie is about these white people right. like it's more about them so then at the end when he's like yes like I'm suing I'm, I'm like I'm evil it's like whoa well you like missed like a middle step yeah um, he really his, his whole character his whole yeah. demeanor like super I guess maybe that's what happens when you're falsely accused of rape but right. it's like his whole demeanor and changed. I think that's interesting but I would have liked a middle step yeah. somewhere because it is kind of jarring yeah uh, I mean the spectacle of this movie is uh, impressive yeah uh, Although you well, think so it's, you would, it's India, you think, maybe this is, just, I've never been to any, India, yeah. this seems so ignorant of me to say, but like, it seems like such a wild and exotic place, especially coming for these two like British older mm-hmm. women or whatever. Right. I'm like, you could have, it doesn't, I don't know. Where are they, the Bengal tigers? Am I, right, I just guys? don't know, it doesn't, I don't know. I was expecting, I was expecting like more brilliant colors and beautiful landscapes oh, yeah. uh-huh. and whatever, and I was like, yeah, they did an okay job. Yeah. I just thought it was. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really good. It's David Lean, yes. who did Lawrence of Arabia mm-hmm. and um, Bridge on the River Kwai. Um, and this, he hadn't made a movie like in a long time until he made this. And then I think this is his last yes. movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically it was like, people won't give me money to do these sweeping epics anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do anything. And finally I got money again. And then... Um, made this. Something, if I can make... Uh, I used to get uh, David Lynch... And David Lean confused sure. because their names are similar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so when you would hear, oh, is that like, why? yes, yeah. So when I would hear like young, you know, alternative like filmmakers being like David Lynch is like a huge influence, I would hear like David Lean, and it'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I think they should have called this movie Mrs. Moore. Mrs. Exc- Moore! Exclamation point. Mm. Yeah, that was maybe my favorite part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, her death was very <laughs> evocative. Just yeah. Like, clutching, she literally clutched I, remember, I watched this movie for the first time a couple years ago, and I remember it happening, and then she's there, like, throwing the rose in the water when yeah. they mm-hmm. put the body out to sea, and then I was like, oh, so that's not her dead? And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so that, that is her dead? Different, and who that ends was a different up, actress. Who uh, ends up marrying who at the end? Was, he marries Mrs. Moore's daughter. Who we had never met. Who we had never met before. before. But it does bring Dr. Aziz back around. Yes. Yes. Why? Because for some well, unknown reason. <laughs> originally he thought that 
he had married Adela. Yeah. Adela. Adela. Yeah. Totally normal. Judy Davis. Judy Davis. Mm -hmm. Here's my question: Would you like to die and be buried at sea? Because I was thinking about that. No. No. Mm -mm. I don't think so either. I don't think you had a choice though. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like. But if you had the choice. But if you had died, if you. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? I care. I'm interested in this. What are we going to do with you when you're dead? I'm, well, I'm going to, you're going to shoot me in a rocket to the sun. We're going to send you up with your buddy Elon Musk. (laughs) Megan's a big Elon Musk person. (laughs) Please don't put that on me. Um, Um, Now, I I also have a joke about this movie. Oh, good. But uh, I don't want to say it out loud on the (laughs) podcast, so I'm just writing it on my phone. Okay. And then I will show it to you guys, and you guys can (laughs) react and laugh, but please don't say it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. People will die. Guys, sorry, we had to take a break because we have been laughing for 45 minutes about that joke. Um, when we start a Patreon, if you uh, donate $10,000 a month um, to the Patreon, we will send tell you, you what joke. that joke or, is. Or you can just DM me and I'll tell you. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, all right. Don't we, just give that away for free. We won't, we won't give you, there's no way to find out Evan's Twitter address. Um, <laughs> so you won't be able to DM him. That was a, that was our discussion about the killing fields. Um, Man, oh, nope. I just uh, pass it to India. <laughs> I gotta pass it to India. <laughs> oh, um, I just want to bring up really quick that um, that back and forth about uh, the breasts, the tit conversation. Oh yeah, that was just weird. It just felt weird. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it worked for us. Yeah. So. Well, you're a boob guy, yeah. Evan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have. I. This is just. It was. Was, again, it was really long. It was yeah. hard to fast forward through anything because there it was mostly discussions about this and that. But uh, hey, what happened in the case? She just freaked out. She just had a freak out. Yeah, I think she just said, uh, I think it was really dark and she just yeah, I, herself I, I, and yeah. she just had some sort of mind melt uh-huh. and she fell and scraped herself up and then blacked out. I don't know, what did he do in the cave? Cool story, bro. Yeah, he I did was, something weird I too, though. Also, I, think. I was also confused. Like, was it. Uh, was it a situation, was anyone else in the cave, or did she just, I mean, again, this is, I guess, where we get into problematic territory. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other dude, the white dude says, like, Aziz is not, innoc- is not innocent in all of this. Like, something happened in the caves. Well, yeah, it's kind of like maybe they Kavanaugh hearing language. Yeah, yeah it is Kavanaugh. <laughs> it almost feels like maybe something did happen between them, and then she freaked out about that and ran yeah, off. Yeah, but they don't say that. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's a lot... It's a lot up in the air. A lot that happens off screen, which, but also it doesn't, um, I feel like that could have been interesting if the movie was more deliberate being like, we are not going to show you something now. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it'll be an open question for yeah. the rest of the movie. I feel like the way the movie did it, I was kind of, it was more of that thing. I'm like, wait, did I miss like a yeah. scene? Yeah. Uh, could have worked if it was a two hour movie and this all happened 30 minutes in instead yeah. of a two hour and 45 mm-hmm. minute movie where this happened an hour and a half. Yeah. 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 Well, it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a boring movie. That's I get why it was nominated though. I get yeah. like that it was yeah, like a sweeping epic, whatever. It's yeah. like all those fucking Merchant Ivory movies. It's all the 80s movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to <laughs> places in the heart. 
Oh boy. Oh <laughs> boy, oh boy, mean, oh boy, oh boy. So I thought this was the most interesting. In some ways, this is the most interesting. Me one. too. Because I was the most this, engaged in this yeah. movie. Or, well, I don't know if I would necessarily even say that, but <laughs> I feel like if it came out in the early 2000s, this could have still been like not like it could have been like a crash situation yes. where like it wins or it's nominated but then there's big backlash yes. oh, yeah. and if it came out now it would be like backlash immediately like, immediate. it would never get fucking made right it would never get made for a whole host of reasons yeah. but uh, I mean it's Ooh, crazy yeah. a blind man <laughs> and an African American uh, come together to take on the Great Depression yeah in I mean, Yes. I mean, Places this is the funniest are. one If when you explain it, what yeah. it is. It's like, what? Yeah. Um, well, so it opens with a sheriff getting pulled away from dinner mm-hmm. to get shot by a drunk teenager. Yeah. Um, and that whole scene is played, like, almost for laughs. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. even when he gets shot. Yeah. yeah. It's and kind then, of like, he's like, oops. And then I was like, oh, this like, is not oh, going to go good, good for you, happening? buddy. And then... Next time we see like, him, he's been dragged behind a fucking car. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, it's also crazy. Rotten Tomatoes, there's like one negative review. Like, it was like just beloved at the time. When I told people that I was watching all the... I was like, when I tell people I'm, yeah. oh, I'm watching all the best picture nominees from 1984, the only one other than Amadeus that people were like, oh, yeah, Places in the Heart, Sally Field, blah, blah, blah. They, like, knew this movie. Well, despite it having big issues, you do get, like, invested. Like, I can understand why it was a hit. Yeah. Uh, But... It's very watchable. It just is sort of insane. The best part... Because there's also the whole subplot with, like, the affairs happening. Oh, I don't... That... Uh, It took me so long to realize that Ed Harris is her brother-in-law. I mean, this is based on a book, right? And that's got to be the only reason... I mean, it just seems like they were like, well... We gotta make the movie at least two hours, so we'll throw in fifteen minutes of this Ed Harris subplot. Wait, is it make... based on a book? Are you? Because I thought I kept crazy. On, I kept on thinking it was, but somebody then somebody wrote this as a novel. Well, no, that but it feels crazy. like a novel. That that feels way. It doesn't feel like it could have possibly been a. Again, I don't think it could have been a book. A leaflet, they would have maybe. Had that. I mean, I don't see. I've I was googling it. Like, I don't see like the book. Maybe hold on. Maybe Boys Plays of the Heart book. Um, uh, no, oh, written and directed by Robert Benton. Yeah. Wow. So that is yes. That's Why did he write the whole Ed Harris subplot? I thing? don't know. It Why? never comes home. Now, to no, yeah, right. I, now, um, I don't care. It, it's not. It doesn't even affect. Sally Field never finds out who's our main person. It doesn't matter. What the? I mean, I think it's kind of on the theme of places in the heart. It's the, what like, is the theme? Well, I think the. I don't. I don't. I can't exactly articulate it, but it's like oh, like a husband and wife. You think that should be. Like, that's who you should love, and that should be, like, a happy family, as opposed to this, you know, mis- as we would say now, this group of misfit toys that she puts together. <laughs> yeah. That's a more loving family than this husband and wife. I don't right. know. But well, we're plus, so- it's, it's more strange people to put all in the church together at right. the end. Yes, yeah. but that, that stuff I don't think ages badly, the affair, but also it doesn't age interestingly. No, no at all. And it's very boring. The whole, the whole, so, I mean... <laughs> oh um. So, it, wait. So, the, in, what's? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on the actor's name. Um, Dan, Dan, Danny Glover. Yes. So he shows up in a scene. Did it, this got like literally like lifted from Les Mis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. Where he, he literally steals, steals silver. silver. Yes. Uh, and and she says, and "No, no, no. I gave it to yeah. Yeah, or whatever." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now, she's got something else set on her mind because she's like, you're going to work for me. We're going to be a team. Yeah. Um, and is it was a little more. It's a little more out of goodness. But you also, there is like a goodness. But sure. then, uh, so you think that that's a wacky pairing enough. But. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just then, wait. It gets crazy. Malkovich shows up his, in his second appearance in one of these. Uh-huh. Is yeah. he the only one? To appear in the only one in '84, I to believe. To appear yeah. in both of this happens. Uh, and people and go in waves. So then, um, the coach of the bad guy team from Mighty Ducks shows up, mm-hmm. and he says, "And from and my cousin Vinny." Yes, and he works at the bank, and he's he's I like, tell you what, instead, we won't take your house yet as long as you get my blind brother-in-law off my fucking hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is like a funny, which is so funny to imagine. I don't know if banks ever did work that way. Very funny to imagine. <laughs> Very if, funny. Like, this, like, if these kind of deals were still happening. But then Malkovich surprises us and says, hey, listen, I don't want to be here any any more than you want me here. I'll keep to my own. So it's like, oh, not everyone's going to be friendly about this. Yeah. But he kind of starts coming yeah, around. Turns too. out, no, all it took was a little bit of Sally Fields homemade corn So bread. she is trying to save the house. And, and her family and her because family. they would have been split up. Yes, like, the bank has suggested that when the house is sold, that she can go live with her sister. And send her and kids. And send one of the kids to Oklahoma, Oklahoma. or yeah. somewhere where I they mean, have family. I, again, I feel like there's places to go be between those There's two only things. one place to go, and, and that's, that's in the heart. The heart. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that that's all interesting. And then, uh, so they're working together. And then it's some, there's a tornado. There's a tornado. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a tornado. 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 Amy Madigan. Guys, I didn't realize when tornadoes hit, they they make things explode. Yeah. Those houses fucking explode. Yeah. There's like I'm several shots. Surprised you don't know this, since one of your very favorite films, yeah, of course, is, is and that Twister. didn't happen in Twister. <laughs> and so I have a bone to pick with Twister now. I Although I'm not a hundred percent positive that Helen Hunt's character in Twister is not the same little girl. <laughs> From places in the heart. Yes. You've never seen it go after this house and after this house and then come after you. That's from Twister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was forgetting. Like, how did we get to? So then, it, the end of the movie is we, the only way to save this house is like win this cotton picking competition. <laughs> which, is, which so that's a competition. No, okay, it's, I, it's a, I think they it's bringing like the bump, first. Yeah, it's the first. The, of well, they kept first calling of it a competition. I must yeah. have missed that conversation because I was thinking like, oh, she's well, gonna bake her cornbread. Well, I think you have to bring in the first like the first shipment of yeah. the season. Which is and not it also, but it's partially competition because it can't also be like you can't just bring in like shit cops. Yeah. It's got to be like of some quality. So it's like doing it like fast and good yeah. and getting in first. Okay. Um, which you know, like they're just like I know that like it's depicting a time in the twenties and also like it's real 30s. or thirties. Sorry, yeah. depression. Um, that black people after they you know were still, they were still working. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, but yeah. there's something very weird and bad about this. Is supposed to feel like a feel good story that these all of these black people are picking cotton for this white lady to save her house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Although they are getting paid. They are getting yeah. And they get yeah. breakfast. Oh, and you know it's a, and then you and got you and then like, Malkovich is out there. He's got some wire, <laughs> so, so he can so he can help out. And you know she's out there picking cotton yeah. too. But there's something. And maybe it's not. I don't know why I'm saying it's hard to put my finger on. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And guys, 
Well, let's not just jump over the fact we haven't even brought up the clan yet. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Because of uh, course the no, clan no, no, no. has to uh, rear its ugly head in this. Yes. And though John Malkovich, as a blind man, can't actually shoot anyone, mm-hmm. um, he can identify their voices. Yes. And for some reason, we're supposed to believe in this small Kansas town uh-huh. that these guys would be afraid of being exposed as clan yes, members. That was, especially now who live in 2018 when white supremacists are happy to just, you know, use their real name on a Twitter account that, yeah. you know, in this small town. White supremacists just got elected again. Right? The yeah, guy yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Steve King. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's pretty unbelievable that it's like, I know who you are, like, and he says their names, that they're not like, who cares, and also will kill you too. Yeah, okay. Fine. Uh, but I'm I guess gonna, he, he's connected. He's, he's, he's got the bank, bank guy. He's got the bank guy. Yeah, the bank guy doesn't like him, but yeah. if he ends up dead, uh-huh. you know the wife's going to be yeah. bad. <laughs> so, uh, and the clan shows up, which in some ways, even though it's very weird and you know, I guess I would like almost like racism porn. Yeah. This is, yes, this movie, a few of these movies seem like too excited to say the N word. Yes. And this one definitely. It's very jarring. When the kid says it, it's very jarring. Yeah. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino ghostwrite this movie. All right. right. (laughs) Um, Calm down. But, uh, but it is kind of, you know, it's maybe the only thing that offsets how weird it is that it's like a feel good story about picking cotton. Yeah. That it is some reminder that there is racism and that yeah. he's not going to, like, they're not going to be able to be a big happy family. Right. Um, because of the reality of the world. That, I mean, I think it could have been done in a more ele- elegant way. Well, it is done very elegantly. Yeah. <laughs> the very final shot of the movie as we're going through the church and all of our characters are there um, is a shot of the dead husband and the dead teenager sitting next to each yeah. other. Next to each other. Mm-hmm. Places in the Heart. Yeah. Why is it called Places in the Heart, do you think? Because that's where this whole thing I kept expecting a, a speech from Sally Field that would tie everything up. Do you know what I mean? It would be like, he, what we, well, you have to let people in at the places in your heart. And, it doesn't, yeah. and somehow it would tie in the, the Ed Harris and the it whole thing. It almost feels like, like what I, is well, going I was on? just kind of waiting. I feel like the last shot should have like gone out from the church and been like a sign for the town. It was called like Heart Kansas heart or something. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> to me, I thought it was just a twist of like home is where the heart is. Like yeah. we can't say that. Let's just call places in the heart, and like you kind of get it. It's like yeah. they made their old family, and yeah, she yeah. did everything she did for love because she didn't want to lose her children. Sure. Yeah. Back, back again. We're back again. We're having some battery issues. Batteries not included. Am I right, no. you guys? Nice. Um, I think we were talking about. The clan. <laughs> <laughs> the clan, yeah. We're definitely talking about the this clan. This movie, it just really feels like he sketched, like, a idea and then, like, just kept throwing. So he was like, oh, I need another ten minutes. Let's throw in a tornado. What else would happen in Kansas? Uh, let's throw in it's this. It's not Kansas, this. by the way. It's what? Texas. Is it Texas? Yeah, in the beginning, I did notice it's, it's like, something. something Heart, Texas? Texas? Heart, Heart, Texas. <laughs> no, it's, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, no, it's in Texas. I'm going to double check it, but you talk about All right, I buy that. I guess I just said Kansas because I think of tornadoes in Kansas. Kansas. But it is is interesting. I think that this was a movie that people probably at the time, you know, thought like, oh, it's like, it's so interesting. It's all these like different like people. And I wonder if the movies that we celebrate now for like, you know, 
providing us like diverse voices or things oh, like yeah. that. In Will those age badly? Because they don't years, seem yeah. you don't see the red flags about them. Uh-huh. But it's always easy in retrospect to be, and it's kind of a cruel irony that the movies that are the most like socially conscious at the time feel the most dated yeah. and backwards. Oh yeah. I mean like Philadelphia is like the perfect example where the theme is like gay people are people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you watch that now and it's like weird and yeah. feels like very retro. I've never seen Chasing Amy and yes. they tried to get me right. to watch Chasing Amy and I was like this is terrible. Yes. <laughs> Whereas like Clerks holds up much yeah. better because it's not about yeah, anything. Right. right. Um so. Yeah, it just is not good. It just is like, I mean, again, I think, th- and this one of all the movies is the one that's most, for me, I'm like, I can't believe this was nominated for Best Picture. Because even then, there's nothing inherently Best Picture. Oh, but right I kind of more agree with, like, sort of what Evan said at the beginning, that this very much does seem like the Crash, like, movie that it's like, oh, we can pat ourselves on the back for feeling good about. Yeah, because it's uh, all of these different, like, oh, like, you know, I think we this should be nicer to the blind. Yeah, right. I've been like, saying that for years. Right. Like, <laughs> blind people, black people, you know, women. We're treating all like those yeah. are the leads of this movie. Uh, what? <laughs> you know, it, like it feels revolutionary maybe at the time when now, of course, uh, that yeah. like, like come on. Yeah. I mean, and that being and that, but with all that being said, like basically the clan wins in the end because he's like time for me to be moving on. Although and he is in the church, so uh-huh. maybe he's not gonna move on. Like we'll find. Find out in my <laughs> sequel, Places in the Heart 2, Deeper in the Heart, coming in 2019. He's in the church like the dead husband and the mm-hmm. dead teenager. Well, he's church. like standing up in the church. That church is like the church at the end of Lost. There, That's like, that's oh, like, a, that is a, that's okay. after everybody dies, they all come mm-hmm. together, yeah. and that's in that shitty fucking town, no. <laughs> in that shitty church. Heart, Texas. Mm-hmm. Heart, no, but it is Dan. Texas. Heart, Texas. Great. Says rural Texas. Um, who do you think could have played that role other than Sally Field? Ooh, I don't. Nobody is. That's well. a good question. I don't. I don't even know who I would count. I guess now, like Amy Adams could have been fine, but yeah. she I feel like if you did it now, it's Amy Adams probably. Yeah. Amy Adams, uh, Sandra Bullock at a certain oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and she is good in the movie. She is. Yeah. She won the Academy uh, Award for this. Uh-huh. She won the Academy Award. Yeah, and it was her second Academy Award. Okay. It seems like totally like a movie that would be like, we love Sally Field. She doesn't have an Academy Award. Let's give Uh it to her for Places in the Heart. But she already had one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do like that scene where she's in the bathtub and John Malkovich comes in. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but you know what I could have used a little more of? Today. TNA, right? (laughs) Sally Field. Stand up and be like, what are you doing in there? Bush. And then he was like, I was faking it all along. Don't. Don't talk about Sally Mm -hmm. Field. Um, she's the best. So plucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very like I. Yeah, you you forget because like later on she became. Forrest Gump onwards, it's like, well, she's older. Yeah, you don't think of like older people as being plucky, and also it's it's just like a lot of like, drink your juice, Shelby. I'm so mad. Whatever. It, right. And she's she seems very young in this movie and very mm-hmm. full of life. Yeah. Um, speaking of... Did she name her daughter Possum? Is that her, her They daughter? call her Possum. I don't yeah. I don't think we ever hear her addressed by anything else, but I would assume that that's not her given name. Okay. But could be wrong. Not her Christian name. Yeah. Not her Christian name. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that brings us to our final nominee that did not win, which is A Soldier's Story. See, which, I, I like this one, actually, probably the best. 
an hour and 40 minutes long. Hour, I, like, I like that. I like that it. part about it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a mashup of like genres that I like, which are like, oh, it's a little bit of Heat in the Night. Yeah. It's a little bit of Few Good Men. Uh-huh. It's yeah. a little uh, bit country. It's a, it's a, pre- a, it's a pretty simple yarn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's another one of these dealing with like race issues, mm-hmm. but it is written the, uh, it was a play first. Yeah. You and, can tell. And it was written uh, the it's play. It's an African-American play, right? American yeah. play, right? It was done by the, uh, I think now, it's the Negro Ensemble Theater. Denzel Washington was, and Adolph Caesar were both in the play. Oh, and He's Denzel, amazing, and every Everybody else, I think, in this movie is way big. Like, it's the way that... Well, it's interesting, because Denzel, I think of as pretty big as an actor now, but he's very understated. It's very much like, oh, this is not Denzel the movie star. Yeah, Yeah. totally. This is is Denzel the the character Almost to the point, too, where I was kind of like, oh, like, is he in a very small part? He ends up having a bigger part. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can talk about what happened. Yeah, yeah that he is like who did it. Who did it? Um, yeah. But you know, it's interesting because you know he kind of is understated. Yeah, you think like, oh, is that just like uh, interesting, like supporting character? But it works well. That extends out. I think definitely. I don't think Howard Rollins is too big in this movie. Which one is mm-hmm. he? He's the officer. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Fine. Well, he's big, he's but from I think the in the heat in the night. Television. Oh yeah. right. He I actually do. Family. I actually do like him. I'm thinking more of first of all the. Guy get dies. What's his name? Him playing drunk was like bananas. Oh yeah, to me. yeah. But <laughs> I will defend it because like I've known people who get like that kind of cartoonishly uh-huh. drunk. Uh, who, who you want to name names? Uh, I'll again. <laughs> oh, it's the same name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but. <laughs> But, um, but, um, but, yeah, I think that, uh, so it, for me, it kind of fit because it's someone who is so, like, uptight. Yeah. That when they get drunk, it was so. Also, they're also a baseball team. Can we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, that is a whole nother side to the thing. Yeah. They're a bit, I don't understand sort of what they do. They're, they want to be sent overseas, but there's no plans to send them. I'm well, like, this is World War II. We need all the help we can get. Well, in World War II, originally, they would not send yeah. African-American soldiers. Soldiers to fight. Okay, so as they opposed were just to now, to where they send the, them to the to front lines, <laughs> like right starting uh-huh. in Vietnam. Yeah. So they did like the grunt work around the. Well, so originally they basically they. What they say in the movie is it was a Negro League baseball team, basically that gets drafted in the army to be like the army baseball squad, and I think they're doing very minimum other stuff. Okay. That the army kind of wants them there, like to be like a good baseball mm-hmm. squad, and then. When the team loses and basically, although they're kept together like in a company, mm-hmm. then they start really doing grunt work because there's no other reason for them to be around because they're not going to be sent to fight. They're not going to be, they're not going to play the Yankees. Okay. And so, they lost the game because they threw the game? Basically, yeah. Okay. After CJ dies. Uh, and then it's interesting that, you know, so it's going in and you everyone kind of assumes but a white guy killed this uh, black officer. Yes. And, you know, and we're going to get to the bottom of this, but, like, oh, no one cares, and people are covering it up. It's I love like, that you're oh. recapping these. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> uh, uh, he's, pro- he's, yeah. proven, he's proven he watched them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. I, I thought I thought it was going to be a test at the beginning. <laughs> I could have bullshitted my way through all these movies. <laughs> I don't know why I wasted my time. All right, uh, Jack uh, Allison. But, uh, did, uh, <laughs> did he not watch them? No. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe he did. Yeah. He, he, met, he left it as a as a surprised uh-huh. yeah so he didn't watch them oh uh, yeah um but i guess the one thing that's like problematic or i don't know if this is problematic at the end is like no 
the black people are bad. That, that's like, the, that is the thing that it's like, well, you know, it's written by a black writer. Right. And also it is kind of in all of know, these things that are like, oh. The, re- the reason, like, you know, he has this big speech. To- Boy, this is a real roller coaster of a podcast, you gonna guys. Take, this one's going to take us through the end. This is going to take us through the end. <laughs> Um, what were we saying? We were saying that, oh, that, you know, oh, the speech yes. about, like, you know, oh, that the who big... Who are you to judge right. who can uh-huh. be, which is exactly what Adolf Caesar's character basically does to CJ. Like, right. And has done to multiple other people. Yeah. He talks about how he kind of thinks these people are not credits to the race and are yes. not helping the race get ahead. Yeah. Um, so he's going to play God and basically, like, weed out yes. The, yes. the, I don't know. Uncle yeah, Tom's, that is that... He, it's not Uncle Tom. No, it's not no, it's like, that. Yeah, yeah. People acting would, the yeah. which you would put he, in that. I don't, you know what? I don't feel comfortable <laughs> assigning anyone, and I'm, I'm not going to be labeling anyone. But, uh, yeah. Whatever that is. Ben Carson, am I But, yeah, so there is some interesting stuff here. It definitely feels like a play. Uh, and yeah, I just think that like they basically shot the play, and then they're like, "Ooh, we can shoot four exteriors too." Right. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, in the heat of the night and a few good men are kind of better versions yeah. of this kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, but you know, interesting. Yeah. Kind of like I was a little surprised that it got nominated because it kind of feels. It a feel, little bit like a smaller, a smaller movie. story. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a movie that would be like maybe like the eighth nominee now. Right. Uh, what I did, I hearing like just when I picked this year, and then I just like didn't even look too carefully at it, and then I was looking at all the titles. And I was like, "Places in the Heart," like a soldier story. So I just started a soldier story. I was like, "Oh, black soldiers, World War Two." I was like happy about that because I, I was just imagining like I don't know some. I was imagining the poster of an officer and the gentleman, which yes, I've never yeah. seen, yeah. Um, and I was just imagining like something very slow about like I'm a soldier. I don't know why I was. I, I don't know what I was imagining. Yeah, it didn't have, there's no war, thank God, because the yeah. action. Are there machine. no women in this movie? Uh, no. Um, there may be some extras in like one of the, the ba- or oh, the no, baseball. Oh, yeah. Oh, at the beginning of the song, though, that was yeah. like when we were popping. Yeah, that I was, was great. Like, more Patty LaBelle. Yeah, with that, like when it opens with that song, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is going to be but fun. It's a movie, I'm all right. Yeah, and then it kind of, it's yeah. a play. Well, I liked, I did think that there was, I mean, there's a lot of parallels to be drawn between Waters, right? The yeah. dude. I mean, there's a reason why I think this is set in World War II uh-huh. and the Nazis. Right? Oh. Think on that. That's good. Deciding, he's deciding. Yeah, who's a credit to the race. Yeah. Whatever. It's ironic that they're going to be shipped over. Yeah. Well, he's not because he's going to be shipped out in a body bag. He's a dead person. Yeah. Well, that's good. I didn't. Qu- I didn't get that. Do you like I mean, that? Yeah. Some deep shit? No, that's great. It seems very obvious when you say it now, but I somehow missed that. Yeah. Um. Here's a here's a what if. You know who else was in the play who does not appear in the movie? Samuel L. Jackson. Really? Really? And I don't One think him, movie, I don't, Samuel L. Jackson's not. I don't think him and Denzel Washington have ever been in a movie together. Maybe they don't get along. Yeah, I can't they think might, of. Maybe, maybe they don't. Although. Oh wait, no way. Play with his wife. Oh. Isn't there a Spike Lee movie that they're both in? Oh, maybe. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Sam Jackson like but shouts to Dave, young David Allen Greer. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. He's also like he's he's fine in this. Yeah. I yeah. just think everybody all like they're all. I just think that everybody's playing it really, really big, except for Denzel Washington, and he really stands out for me. Maybe he stands out because he's Denzel Washington, right? But I also felt like he was like 
a better actor. It does feel like almost all the rest of them are like, this is my character. Yeah. Like, I guess. I'm the guy that out. does this. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy that does this. Yeah. I'm the guy that's like this. And right. Denzel's just like, oh no, I'm just like a person. <laughs> I'm Denzel Washington, I'm a very good actor. <laughs> and the, and the, the star, whatever, the officer yeah. that comes down. Right. That was interesting that they had never seen a black officer. Yeah. He was excited. Um, well, that brings us to Rock Me Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. We could talk about this forever. Mm-hmm. And we have the battery power now, guys. Okay. So feel free to go. Really off. knock it in. Um, this is a movie that it feels like with the rest of the movies this year, like if I was living in 1984 and I'd already seen A Passage to mm-hmm. India and The Killing Fields, and then I was going to see Amadeus, I'd be like, oh. get ready. I know. Another one. Well, I had felt, I had felt this lies, way. Baby, right. I had felt this way about Amadeus before I had seen it, which yeah. was like 10 years ago, where I had heard that it's a movie, oh, it's a great movie, but it just sounds like a slog. Yeah. Amadeus, it's so long, it's about like Mozart, but it plays so well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to me, I think uh, that first scene with, uh, not the first scene, I guess it's like five minutes in with like Salieri and the priest. Yeah. Is one of the best like written scenes, one of the best acted scenes. When he's playing. When he's playing. And then that one. And then, and what I love about this movie is not only is it so enjoyable, by the end of it, I think, I understand opera. (laughs) 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 Which I don't know anything about opera, but it feels like by the end you're like, I'm an expert. You're working on a libretto now. (laughs) Right, (laughs) exactly. Um, But, you know, and just like that moment of, you know, he's playing, he doesn't understand anything, and then he like lights up like, oh, did you write that one? No, that was Mozart. Like that is like the whole movie. It makes it so clear the difference between the two of them. Uh, And you know, also you as the audience member also don't recognize any of the things that he does. You immediately recognize Mozart. Mozart. It's a little bit like uh, in Devil Wears Prada where there's a weird connection where like Meryl Streep gives that whole speech about about the blue, blue, you know. Yeah, right. You're wearing that. Exactly. So then it immediately, I think, connects to the audience like oh like I do know Mozart even though yeah. I don't think I don't um, and then like his disdain on his face that he recognizes yes. and also the priest is almost like comedically acted where the whole thing's like you know we're all equal in God's eye yeah. and then he's like oh did you write that he's so excited <laughs> when he thinks he wrote that yeah. and then he uh, and then you know so uh, it just I, it sets the table so well it's a real we were talking about this before but like the, the, this movie is not only great dramatically but it is also like it's Funny. It's a real funny movie. Yeah. It's yes. really there's real comedy in it, and it's it's an it's like it's a must enough of a feat to like laugh at something that's like mostly of a dramatic movie, but also something that's thirty plus years old because comedy changes. Right. And yeah. there's still moments in this where you're like, that's very clever. It's like very when he stands funny. up and farts. Oh my god! Right. I love that. Uh, it's also farts yeah. Farts are always funny. Yeah. Uh, I always say his name Tom Holtz. Holtz. Yeah. Holtz. Uh, you know, when also when I first saw the movie, I'm like, what? Like the guy from Animal House? <laughs> but it actually is very good casting because that is for the take on yeah. Mozart yeah. is he's like, it, you know, he's like out of Animal House. Yeah. And I do think he actually, because I, I remember it seeing this and always remember really liking F. Murray Abraham's performance yes. and not remembering really how I felt about Holst, but he really strikes a remarkable balance yes. between yeah. like this like crazy fun, like, like basically like almost a manic depressive. Like, yes. And, then, like, and like, he's extremely good at, which is very hard to do and not be lame. And I also, you got to give credit, I think, to the writing. But yeah. when he's talking passionately about yes. music, uh-huh. it's really good 
and doesn't feel like eye rolly. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel out of character. Right. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is how a crazy guy, whatever. Like when he's, when Abraham is helping him at the end and he's like, do you have it? Do you have it? Yeah. I was like, it, it doesn't feel like, it's not like Dr. Aziz swinging from one fucking yeah. right. side to the other. I was like, no, this all feels in keeping with the character. Um, and yeah, and when like the emperor is like, oh, like, you know, the too many notes thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was like very much like a, <laughs> like a very notes. like talented like actor or whoever, you know. Child right. pornographer Jeffrey Jones. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, that's, I, that's why do you have to make that connection sorry, sorry, for me? Sorry, I didn't bring that up. Sorry. sorry, sorry. Um... So it's all that's all great. I mean, it just is, and then you know what's interesting about this one is it uh, it's it's like timeless the story. Yeah. Yes. Like the themes of it are not really yeah. of the day they are yeah. apply. Yeah. Uh, and you know the great structure of having your rival tell your story, story is your great. Life. Yeah. What does he say at the end? I'm the patron saint of mediocrity. Uh, mediocrity. Yeah. 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 Um, that's dark. Mm-hmm. Dark. But I, I feel it. I feel it every day. I think it's great, and I think it looks... Like, just as a, as a piece, too, like, as it looks so much more modern yes. than any of the other movies. Yes. It's crazy how the, the... just I don't know if it's the coloring or the shots or whatever. It just yeah. looks like it could have been released last year. Yeah, also the... Uh, yeah, the... Now, the F. Murray Abraham old makeup is silly, but somehow it doesn't... It any, works like, right. It works. Like, he, like, he's, like, in, like, Nutty Professor. Yeah. But it... it uh, but it, uh, it works. But it, he plays old, so there's yeah. something about him just, like, in that chair and just, like... And, uh-huh. He, he changes his mannerisms just enough from young Salieri that I'm like, yeah, I buy that this this, this man is like a little bit of a mm-hmm. cuckoo cuckoo bananas man. Mm-hmm. Also, guys, Miranda Hobbs is in this movie. God, Governor Nixon. No, <laughs> sad times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's yeah, she's, very yeah for the scheme <laughs> that she's gonna be in, which the father is right. He know you know he yeah. says not to let her in, but yeah. that's not interesting. He says do um, also, can we talk about? Even though they're wearing all these, like, you know, 16th century court clothes, Constanza and Mozart are sexy together. I find something about their, like, relationship yeah. very sexy. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm sorry. The, the late, were we talking about his wife? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want a wig, <laughs> and also I want boobs. Very badly. <laughs> that was my takeaway. I want both of those things. Yeah. She looks fly. Yeah. And, yeah, they are very sexy together. Is Amadeus the only good wig movie? Mm. It's very hard to do. I mean, they've tried it with like, uh, you know, they've tried like British movies. Like it's it's hard where people it's are hard. wearing wigs. It's hard. Yeah. It looks weird. Yeah. Um, I feel like Marie Antoinette. Like I don't like that movie really, but I think the design uh-huh. of that movie that is very good. The design looks really good. Um, I don't know. Do they wear wigs in um, Amistad? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure they do in court. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's the only other. Yeah, wigs are tough. Yeah, we just much dangerous. Well, these are very over the mm-hmm. top, and I like yeah. that they're. Yeah. I like that it's. I like that aspect of it being very. I like the scene. With I like the scene when he tries where on he's the trying hands. the different wigs. And he goes mm-hmm. like, "Look at that three heads." Uh huh. <laughs> um, um, my one, my one thing with uh, Mozart is really couldn't ever recognize the masked voice. 
Like, he doesn't yeah. do anything to obscure his voice. I think uh-huh. he was, at that point, though, they're... Mad. Yeah, he... But he also didn't recognize him when he's, like, just got, like, the little mask on. Oh, when he goes, uh-huh. play Salieri. Play Salieri. Yeah, that's a good one. And everybody's like, what is oh, yes, that's obviously not court composer Salieri. <laughs> Why would you set yourself up for disappointment like that? So uh-huh. He just wanted to get dunked on. No, I think he did. I think Salieri that actually... I like to get dunked yeah, on. I he think he does. to get dunked on. Mm-hmm. No tough. one's ever been dunked on as hard as Salieri. I love my favorite favorite scene is when he first comes to the court and they Salieri's written him like a little like oh da-da-da. yeah and he's like oh can it like and then he plays uh, and, and then it's like, just the same it's just the same right it is and he goes oh but really it should be more like this yeah. and it's the looks on all of their faces are priceless uh-huh. great it's a very good movie yeah so good it's really fun it might be as so far it might be of the best picture winners we've talked about so far I think the best of the 80s yeah, I think so. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, for sure. And I also, and I also like. I don't. Yeah, I'm just. Th- I'm just thinking about the the soundtrack, which is almost as good as the Star Is Born. Mm-hmm. That was my Star Is yeah. Born mm-hmm. you, reference sorry, for the day. Did you yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like the the. In, in the way that you're like, it makes you feel like you know about opera. Right. Yeah, it well, in that me... scene, like, when he's like, oh, it's like that, and then he's doing it, like, yeah. dumbass Salieri. <laughs> like, I could have done that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you truly, it makes you feel like you could easily, uh-huh. easily. But I also feel like it, like, for anyone, like, in any part of the arts, like, you yeah. also understand it, because, like, you'll work on something, like, as a writer or as an mm-hmm. actor and be like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. And then, like, you watch someone that's, like, exceptionally talented, and you're like, Oh, the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Is this a time that you want to tell your Franklin Jello story again? How you cried because you thought you'd never be... No, I definitely will never. But I cried watching him give a Frost Nixon monologue in the Broadway oh. version because I was like, I'll never be that good. Mm-hmm. Megan hates him, though, so we won't talk about him for too long. Personally or because of... He told her to be quiet once. He told me to be quiet once. Oh, that, that'll do it. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh-huh. I, don't like, I don't like being told to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else we want to say about Amadeus before we do some rankings and moving on to some other great poster movies from the best year? poster of all the movies great maybe poster. of all time mm-hmm. great poster yep um, so Evan before we mention any other films from the year from five to one rank the best picture nominees ooh man I didn't know I had to do that I just thought I had to do what one best picture okay, a little should homework I, for should you. I start at five yeah start at five and okay then go hold on hold on hold on yeah um we've got Amadeus A Soldier's Story Places in the Heart Passage to India and what was the version Killing Field Killing Field man Take your time. We have so much battery, Evan. So much <laughs> battery. Too much. I don't know what to do with all this battery. Okay. I places in the heart is the hardest one to place because it like feels both like it should be five or one. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to go. Oh man. It is I, hard. I think I'll go actually with Killing Field as five. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm glad to have seen it, and I think there's some interesting stuff, but ultimately, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's then a Passage Through India, which, I mean, I think you have to, like David Lee movies are just like impressive to a certain yeah. degree, but also kind of what's happening here. Right. Uh, then Places in the Heart, which obviously has a lot of 
bad to it, but did keep me pretty engaged. And, you know, I kind of get it. And I also think it's interesting to uh, see it and think about the entertainment that we think now is particularly uh, enlightened and, you know, yeah. speaks to us and wonder how it'll be received Woke. later. Yes. Uh, is then, woke over? Woke's kind of over, isn't it? Uh, I don't know what's taking this place. It comes and goes. Okay. Uh, then Soldier Story 2, I think just well done, yeah. you know, story. And then Amadeus, like a clear one. Yeah. Leads yeah. ahead. I don't know that this has ever happened before, but I'm going to have to roll those those rankings. Wow. wow. I, it's For me, it really is Killing Fields and... and and Passage to India are like four and five, yeah. and like are bo- are pretty close. I think Passage to India is just more competently made, uh-huh. and there's too much downtime in Killing Fields. Yeah. Like you need to we too gotta, much walking through those way killing fields. too much walking mm-hmm. through those Killing Fields and all that stuff back in New York. And then three and two with places in the heart and the soldier and Soldier Story are also pretty close. I just think Soldier Story like makes <laughs> more sense and is yeah. and holds up better off for all the reasons that we talked about. Right. Uh, and then there's a grand fucking canyon. There's a Pacific goddamn ocean. Yeah. And then there's Amadeus. Um, I have almost the exact same order. I have Passage to India and Places in the Heart flipped. Yeah. I mean, I think you could flip a coin. Like, yeah. I, yeah. But I also have Killing Fields last. Same thing. Like, I think the thing for me with that is I thought it could be the second most interesting movie, and I just wasn't interested. Yeah. Yeah. I think the story it's telling is more interesting than any of the other stories except for Amadeus. Uh I just didn't think it was told in interest. They love that shot of Sam Waterston, like, with the blood red, like, the sunset behind him on the thing. And I put that movie in first because I was like, what a beautiful image on the cover. And Uh I just did not deliver. Yeah. On the promise um, of the premise. Killing Field is a good title, too. It's a great title, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's great. And that's, it, I like historical fiction stuff. I'm, or, I'm sorry, this is just historical. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that shit, and I, yeah, it was disappointing. Yeah. Wait, wait, no. Wait, it's just historical? Oh, sorry, historical it's a drama. real story. It's the a Killing Field? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That guy. Like that, he's playing, Sam Schomburg was, uh, I think he's no longer living, but he. He may still be alive. Sydney, Sydney Schomburg, yeah. And He's also, a journalist. Uh-huh. And, and the, the, the Hang Nor, the Pram mm-hmm. role is also, mm-hmm. yeah. A real guy. He's like a photographer for... For the New York Times? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fun facts. Um, but yeah, then the... So then I basically have the same order, and then there's a universe. There's a fucking galaxy. There's... There's an Andromeda strain between... <laughs> there's here's, there's a hope and glory. Here's my question about Amadeus. Yeah. Would it be more or less successful, thought, well thought of, etc., if it were called, or more or less, if it were called Mozart? Mm. Oh. Like, wow. I think it would be less, less successful. I think so, too. Because but I there's a chance that it was like, this is the movie about Mozart. You know, I don't yeah, know. I think, it, I think it works better as Amadeus because it's such a fictionalized yeah. story. Yeah. So even mm-hmm. though we know it's about real people, um, it feels like Mozart, you're just expecting like a straight up biopic. Like biopic, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you, would we have the song Rock Me Amadeus? Not a chance. No fucking way, no. right? No, 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 no. 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 Mm-hmm. Pro, I think probably wrote it right after they saw yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they walked out and they're like, right. what a loss that would have rocked me, Amadeus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the guy, one of the other guys behind him was like, Amadeus, Amadeus? Now, would we have 
uh, Rock Me Dr. Sayus <laughs> from The Simpsons. <laughs> had we not had. So if it wasn't for Peter Schaffer right. writing a play uh -huh. called Amadeus, The Simpsons would be off the air. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would oh. never even get picked up. Because yeah. definitely Rachel that Michelle. bit has, yes. has lasted mm -hmm. the, the test of time. Mm -hmm. I would say there's probably people listening to this younger than us that don't even know what Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas is based on. I think that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. I would say I was exposed to Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas before... You watched Amadeus. Oh, and before hearing Rock Me Amadeus. Rock Amadeus, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, you're, if there's young millennials out there listening, you should definitely see... This and then listen to the Falco song. And, and then, then the and only then, may you watch The Simpsons. Um, and then I guess if you wanted to listen to some opera mm -hmm. or some, some you know, Mozart, yeah. that'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Evan, are there any other movies from the year that uh, you think maybe should have been in the Oscar conversation? No, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, kind of fun, popular movies yeah. that came out this year, but I don't think any of them... Uh, necessarily should be Oscar. Uh, I see on your sheet though you have one, which I, I somehow missed when I was just quickly googling. Um, the ones I rewatched uh -huh. were a Spinal Tap and Ghostbusters, yeah. which I think both are just fun movies, but they really I don't think are in Oscar conversation. Especially looking back, like Spinal Tap is so funny still, mm -hmm. but it doesn't even have. I feel like even in some of Christopher Guest's later good movies. Um, they do try and have like some sort of emotional arc, which I feel like Spinal Tap maybe sort of goes through with the split up and them coming back together, yeah. but it doesn't. No, right. it never really it comes together totally, yeah. that I way. mean, it was, if you look back on it, but yeah, I mean, it was an interesting thing in comedy yeah. and very influential. Yeah. And like maybe like elevating the art of comedy yeah. in a different way. So that's one that, oh, you know. For sure, I think if you, if you look at the Oscars and you want it to be like, you know, five movies that are the most important from the year. Mm -hmm. You could say maybe not both, but either Spinal Tap or Ghostbusters, both like yeah, so for some important for, yeah. the yes. future of film. For yeah. whatever Overall reason, lives. actually, I do think Spinal Tap almost more than Ghostbusters. Yeah. Even yeah. though Ghostbusters is, uh, you know, a great well, movie and very it's popular. It's a genre that, like, like, how many mockumentaries had been made before right. Spinal Tap? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. But I think, honestly, I don't think any of those. And then there's some other, like, popular movies that I like from that year. Yeah. But I don't think they should be. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Temple of Doom uh, apologist. Mm -hmm. I think Temple of Doom is really good. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I mean, and I don't know. I just was thinking, again, it makes me think about the theme that we've talked about a lot, which is that comedies get overlooked. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just kind of the way that it goes. But they also, for the most part, are less, they age differently. Yeah. Because whatever. Yeah, I mean, and like, well, Beverly Hills Cop, I think, is also from yeah. 84, which I love that movie. Mm -hmm. I think it ages pretty well. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't feel like a best picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel that way about Ghostbusters, too. The other movies I watched, I watched Terminator, mm -hmm. um, which my hot take, I think, is better than Terminator 2. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, which is good. Mm -hmm. Again, it's interesting with both this and Ghostbusters, and I kind of mentioned it when we rewatched Beetlejuice, is how far digital effects have come because the yeah. digital effects in both those movies now, it's almost like watching like 1933 King Kong, like in comparison mm -hmm. to now, like some of the stuff you're like, like when he comes out of the molten lava and it's just like the exoskeleton, yeah. it's just yeah. like. <laughs> like, what am I watching right now? Um, the three movies I watched that probably kind of were at least made with Oscar ideas in mind were Once Upon a Time in America, which is a Sergio Leone movie with Robert De Niro. It's mm -hmm. like this so long. gangster epic. Yeah. 
the cut that was released in theaters was two hours and 25 minutes and kind of got panned because it didn't make any sense. The, I don't even want to say director's cut because it was, it's not like he went back later and like made a long cut. His cut of the movie is three hours and 49 minutes long and I almost wish I'd been nominated just to see Megan's face when I had handed it. <laughs> that would have, I, no, fuck, I would have quit. They could shave 45 minutes off that movie just getting rid oh, of they all could? that. Oh, they could shove, the, Just from movies of, Rob, scenes of Robert De Niro, De Niro like staring off while pan flute played. Um, and there's a couple rape scenes in that movie. One where Ooh. the person getting raped begins to enjoy the rape, which are, nope. yikes. yikes. Nope. <laughs> Not gonna watch that. Um, and then I watched Paris, Texas, which I'd never seen before. Um, and it's good. It won can that year, so I thought I'd watch it. And the other one I watched was Broadway Danny Rose, which is Woody Allen, so it's obviously there's problematic. Yeah, I mean there's a scene in the movie where he looks at a twelve year old sitting next to him and says, Are you married? Okay. Which at the mm-hmm. time probably was just very funny, and now it's like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was nominated for Best Director, which is why I wanted to watch that movie. And really? It's, yeah. And it's just like every other yeah. Woody Allen movie. Like it's it's not it's not Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. Like yeah yeah. Every movie is just trying to be Annie Hall. Um. So of all the movies that year, which should have won Best Picture? Amadeus. 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 Yeah. They did right. Every once in a while, they get it right. They get it I right. would say like twice every ten years. Yeah, they get it right. This they was got the one. Right. I would say yeah. that this was the one in the nineties. Yeah. Amadeus the to all these other movies is like Amadeus to all other composers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I mean, that is kind of you know to make yeah. a movie about someone so great and then have it be so great. I mean, Why go with the rest when you could go with mm-hmm. the best? But it is it is super nice to see. Honestly, from doing that podcast, like something like this happened because it does feel like it would be something we'd be looking back and we'd all say Amadeus, but places in the heart. Yes, yeah, exactly. right. So it's it's nice that they got it yeah, right. Yeah, because that would have been insane. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's also a dark movie. It's not like it's just like a really good biopic of Mozart yeah. where you're yeah. like, oh, I get why this one, but it is super well made, so it deserved to win. Yeah. Um, yeah, biopics in general, I mean, are tough. Well, and they're so easy to kind of mail in. Yeah. yeah. And just, and basically, there are. They're too, like, the worst kind of biopic is just, like, the cradle of a grave yes. literally telling everything. Yeah. Then slightly better is the one moment yes. in, like, the right. Capote-style biopic. Yeah. yeah. This is, like, a third version, yeah. which yeah. you don't see as much, which is, like, what's a different way into the story with yes. the idea of, like, someone's rival or enemy telling the story of their lives. That's yeah. always um, so much more, so yeah. much more interesting. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. I think that... You know, those can also like anything that goes sideways, but this is a really interesting way of uh, of telling it. And also, it's about like what's unifying it is about a theme, yeah, uh, about like you know greatness and media uh, mediocrity. And I think that's what makes that's what sets this. When we're talking about this, could be the best of the of the eighties. I think that's what's what we're talking about when we talk about like what should be best picture is right. it does need to say it doesn't need to and it often doesn't but I like movies that either change the game a little bit like a Spinal Tap or something yeah. or say something bigger about or have a, have, have like mm-hmm. a larger theme and yeah. Amadeus does you know does all those does both mm-hmm. those things it reinvents kind of the genre a little bit and it, it has an overarching theme yeah. it's a great mm-hmm. fucking movie yeah. um, Evan do you have a favorite movie of 2018 Oh man! Oh, I've seen so few movies because, as Megan has alluded to numerous times, some are saying too many. Um, I have. Sorry, I want to talk about your baby. Uh, So let me uh, let me quickly Google. Forgive me for being. 2018 movies. uh, I'll say mine while you're looking at that. 
it is still, what did I say it was? A star, oh, star, star is born. born. It's still a star is born. I love star is born. Um, I want to say I saw, oh, sidebar. I saw Dear Evan Hansen. Uh-huh. And did not like it. No. Cool. A lot of people I've heard if say if you didn't see it with Ben Platt, did, you know. I that, didn't see it. That, that they lost one of something. Our, one of our favorite Twitter slash reviewers. Mm-hmm. Richard Lawson is a staunch anti Dear Evan Really? Hansen oh, that makes me feel the, so much From better. the original Broadway. Mm-hmm. Okay, that no. makes me feel so much better. Yeah. I found it, it I like the guy that played Evan Hansen, but I yeah. found it to be emotionally manipulative Yeah. and not for me. I'd like to see it. I can't afford it. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was... I'll see the third national tour. Uh, I, it's somewhat embarrassing, but also... Maybe not is I would say uh, the most recent Mission Impossible. That's probably <laughs> no, my favorite. Um, top ten. For yeah, me for and sure. I think that it uh, you know just as far as like being in 2018, like delivering like the best of like spectacle, yeah. and you know just like the set pieces and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that in the world of like you know Marvel movies or whatever, where you know just they can be done like with previs and yes. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. the inventiveness and creativity in those action set pieces yeah. uh, and the fact that there's a wolf blitzer mask I mean come on it's so great you can't, you, how can't can you, go wrong with how can you I heard they were you I heard that was Tom Cruise last night oh or oh, had, oh yeah the election the election coverage oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. or not Tom Cruise it was um, Benji does, Benji right? Benji yeah. mm-hmm. it was Shelley Miskovich yeah um, Miscavige? Miscavige. Yeah. Mine's still eighth grade, um, although I do want to give a shout out to Can You Ever Forgive Me, which I liked quite really? a bit. That mm-hmm. looks not good to me. I thought it was really good. <sighs> okay. So check I it don't, out. I don't, I, I've met, Melissa McCarthy's made some poor choices yeah. as of late. No, this is really good. And also I like Wild That's not what the box office says. Yeah. <laughs> is that not what the box office says? I'm sorry, was the puppet movie a big <laughs> hit? That one was not so much, but. <laughs> uh, uh, you should also see Wildlife, which reminded me a little of Revolutionary Road. Oh, I definitely will see that. Yeah. That's the one with Carrie Mulligan, right? Yeah, yeah I'm into that. Yeah. Um, Evan, is there anything you'd like to plug yes. before we go? Deli Boys. Deli Boys. There we go. Is it real? Is it not real? You're December second, you will find out. Is it real? Are you going to write what it, whether or not it's real on your phone and have us read it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> This is great. This is going to be a really fun bit. Yeah. We're not going to give anything away. Yeah, this one, there's no Patreon tier Mm -hmm. that you can find out the answer to this. Interesting. Interesting. Fantastic. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank Thank you so much for joining us. I loved it. Watch this, listen to this podcast, Mm -hmm. and... Do you want to plug your Real Housewives Twitter, which is just your actual Twitter? Yeah. It basically is just Real Housewives uh, all the time. Uh, every day. Oh, and now I've, I've been tweeting about Terrace House, which I'm also super obsessed with, which Great. is basically Japanese real world. Okay. Too many Megans yeah. on Twitter and Murphy Megan on Instagram. There'll be screenshots of Terrace House. Guys, get on Terrace House. Get it's it. on Netflix. It's incredibly entertaining. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at The Oscar Should, on Instagram at The Oscar Should Have Gone To, or on Facebook. Uh, like and review on uh, iTunes. Don't. We will bring Ryan Perez back to yell at you again if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's he was not, mad. Yeah, he was mad at you for not doing it. He's still upset about it. Mm-hmm. Evan just will. Know. Evan will write a scathing joke about you. Yeah, you know. and we'll look at it mm-hmm. and we're gonna laugh, and you're not gonna know what he said about you because you didn't rate and review us on iTunes. All right, we're good. Um, or you can follow me at Craig Jorzak on everything. It's mostly just like pictures of kittens I'm trying to get rid of. So if you're looking for kittens, let me know. 
Uh, that's it. We'll be back next time. We're doing 1983, so we're going back just one year. So that is The Big Chill, The Dresser, Tender Mercies, The Right Stuff, and Terms of Endearment was the winner. Ooh. So enjoy your Thanksgiving. I think I've seen, like, any of them. Oh, great. The Big Chill, I have watched the first 25 minutes of three times. <laughs> <laughs> not, I'll be honest with you, not a Rask endorsement. That yeah. does not sound great. I can't believe you haven't seen The Big Chill. I know. Or, or Terms of Endearment. Terms of Endearment. You're going to cry. Yeah. You're going to cry. Uh, okay. So we'll see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.